The book of Ecclesiastes in the Old Testament. A challenging book for many, but for any that have been disoriented by life, a very wonderful, wonderful book, says that there is more for us to learn and to be. In a house of mourning than at a party. Let me make that colloquial. There is more for us to learn and to become as a human at a funeral than at a bar. And that doesn't sound like good news except for the implication, which is that we can grow up. We can become more at peace internally. We can become better at loving our neighbor. We can understand the world and our role in it better. When Jesus described the beautiful way to be in the world, blessed are the poor in spirit, and then blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. He's implying something very similar similar to the writer of Ecclesiastes, though his statement is far more profound because the hope is embedded and talked about, whereas the hope in Ecclesiastes is much more hidden. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. This is a makarism. This is that word again in Greek, makarioi, which is a plural noun description of blessed people. Blessed not in terms of favor with God, but deeply satisfied people, flourishing people. And so the the counterintuitiveness of this statement is right there for us. Blessed are those who mourn. Really? Deeply satisfied are those who mourn. Really? Flourishing are those who mourn. Yeah, I don't know about that. And the reason is Christianity is so incredibly honest. And Jesus, the most honest of all of its voices, certainly the author and the incarnation of it, and also the most honest of its voices, more honest even than the writer of Ecclesiastes who says that we learn more in a house of mourning than at a party, more at a funeral than at a bar. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Through books, even through conversations with people, and yet the reality is that through mourning, through recognizing our own sins and limitations, the world and its great sins and imperfections and little groanings, the institutions we serve in and with, either vocationally or by choice with our volunteer time, all of these have limitations and sins and problems. And learning to mourn those, not disengage, but mourn those, not be crushed by that mourning, but notice the imperfections of that, be it our church, our individual selves, our politics, our local communities, other nonprofits. We get to mourn. That's not all that we do, but if we don't know how to do that, we are unrealistic humans in a bent and broken world. Therefore, Jesus again offers a beautiful way. No, the beautiful way of being in the world is not only being poor in spirit, which means knowing our need 
for God. It's also learning to mourn our blind spots, limitations, sins, and those of the world and the institutions in it that we inhabit. And we are comforted, and we will be comforted. But the realism of Christianity is so beautiful. Deeply satisfied are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Flourishing are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. 